Hilchais Tumas Eichlin Perik Sheni, bit of a long Perik today, Halacha Aleph. Call a Cholin Hagayel Minar Karka, any food, page 882, here. Oh, yeah. Any food that grows in the ground, vegetation, or from a tree that grows in the ground, in other words, it's obviously vegetation. Any Makabal Tumma, it's not Makabal Tumma, even though it's very edible. Anchi Okra has to be detached from the ground. Awa calls Manchin Mechabarin, as long as it's considered. Attached to the ground, which will define the shot is on the tree, so attached to the ground. But we'll see there's also a gray area there. Whatever, when it's, as long as it's defined as Bechubar, even if it's a very small, thin root, it's partially detached, but a small part's attached to small root, it's a small root, but it's enough that the, the plant could nurture and survive still. It's not a Kabutuma because it's attached to the ground. But, so, how exactly do we define this? The Ramam always gives us klolim, and then he breaks it down. So, let's, f- f- let's learn a few halachas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, we'll see. The is going to break all these things down. Base. This pack of future prakim. The branch of a fig tree. That broke off. But it's still connected by the, by the bark. In which case, even though it's attached, Physically, right? electricity could pass through theoretically, but it's not attached enough in order to, 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 to maintain, nurture, and live. All the tree, the, the foods, the figs on that branch are considered detached, and therefore, Mistamin are theoretically able to nikabal tuma. But finish halacha, please. The age of Suffolk, there is a, da- a doubt in the matter. Now the question is, there's a concept of yad. Yad means a hand. It means a handle. When the handle becomes, it touches tumah, the thing that it's a handle for is makabal tumah. So in this case, if the rest of the tree, a dead, dead sherich touches it, does that impart tumah to the branch which is quasi-attached? Or in, in this case, considered luckily detached. So the Gemara is not clear. The Mishnah and the Mishnahis are not. The Gemara Mishnahis are a masupik. Therefore, we have a suffix if, if, if it contracts tumah in that fashion or not. The Ramah in future program goes into more details to explain this concept of yad, of, of, of a handle, how a handle impacts and is impacted by the thing it's a handle for. Handle in this concept is theoretical. It's not mamish a handle, right? It's like a conceptual handle because it's attached, but it's not mamish the thing. So it's not like a pot. Yeah? A handle is not part of the pot. You can cook without a handle, but you can't hold the pot. So it's like, it's like, it's like attached, but, but related. That, that's what a yad means. Now, as far as you asked before about if it grows out of the water, when things grow out of the water, a lily, for example, that's its own category. The Ram describes that. If, the, if it's growing out of the ocean bed, the ocean bed, the ground under the water, that's the earth. New, so it's the same, same concept. Gimel. They have vegetables that become dried out in their buds. For example, a cabbage, a glass or a squash. They become dried out in their pod, in like the thing that they, their, their natural case. So, they're, so when it becomes so dried out, to aim at Tamil Tumas Ochlin. They're not makabotumah as a food. So, and therefore, because, because it's dry already, it's not really considered to be edible. That, that's the status quo. And once it dries out, it loses its tumah status, or its possibility to become tummy, even if it became wet. But if you collect them for the purpose of making them dry, if you collected the, the whole, ba- 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 uh, the whole uh, crop, you want to dry them out. In that case, then that case now they're considered a food because you're, you're collecting the whole thing for the purpose of drying it anyways. Therefore, it's considered a food. If, however, it gets so dry like wood, it's not edible, then it's no longer considered a food. Halacha dalit. Elon, you have a tree or branches of a tree that uh, broke off partially. And it has fruits attached to the, the, uh, the tree. 
Harein Ketlushin, those, those uh, um, uh, fruits on the branch are considered detached from the tree. I just still attached to the branch. The whole branch is attached, though. Good. Um, if, if, uh, if the tree that has the fruit dries out, so even though it's physically attached, but when it gets so dry, there's no one able to nourish from the ground, that's considered like it's detached. So even though you weren't you didn't detach it kavona, however, once it gets detached, if it gets wet, the kavona, as we said, that, that, that's, the owner intentionally makes it wet, it can, it's mukshal kavotum, become tummy. As far as detaching the fruit from the ground, apparently that doesn't require the kavona of the, the, kavona of the owner. It's only the water that you use requires kafan, as we learned from Perk Aleph. The food is finished, it doesn't rise up, then it's not, not, not right away, it takes a few hours at least, right? And you have figs that are, that, that, are dry, that are dry in their natural pods. So when it comes to figs, they're as regular food, because, um, because when it comes to figs, the, uh, um, sorry, uh, again, the same ideas, but when the Makabal Tumah, because they are considered detached, and even though they're dried out, this, people eat dried figs. When it came to the, 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 the gourds and Halacha Gimel, they dry out, they're also considered detached because they're no longer nourishing from the ground, but when they're dry, they're not edible. Figs that are dry are very edible, but when they're, ta- when they're, when they're ripe and juicy, are attached to the tree, not Once they dry out, they're no longer considered attached to the tree, but they are considered a food, still people eat dried figs. Therefore, if they become wet, the mukshul Any foods that come from living animals, until they die. Live animals, the only live thing that's mukabotumah is a yid or a human being that are Yeah, going as well. Animals are not mukabotumah. So, so animals are food, <laughs> right? I saw the guy's t-shirt said, "I love animals." In the back, it said, "They're delicious." <laughs> so, so, animals are food, but if they're alive, that's mukabotumah. A person shechts. An animal, whether it's a chayr or, or a bird, even though the as as soon as you open your shech, it's still fluttering, it's still shaking around. The kabel tumah that moment, the makabel tumah, like an eichel. Now, if the shechit is an avela, the makabel tumah is an avela, not as and, and as a food actually, but that but that's not limalavulemirid. The point is, is that is that. Uh, is that it was a kosher b'shchita? The moment you shchita, the animal is makabel tumah. Now the the haaris point out over here from the mafarshim that this actually applies to a tray for animal as well. Shech the camel, even though it's, it's considered food, he's going to eat it, right? But even even though the moment you shech it, the guy can't eat it. The guy has to wait till it dies because everyone achai. After the case, since by a kosher shchita, the moment you shech it, you can theoretically eat it. Uh, um, uh, therefore, but that did applies to a non kosher animal as well. The moment you, the moment you kill it, the animal is considered to be a tumas uh, um, now, one second. Is it, so, but the thing is, behemoth to me, if you kill it, why is it not an avela? I'm not sure. If you kill a, a dog to eat it, why is it not considered an avela? Okay, I'm not sure. No, no, in, other words, in other words, well, if, so if the animal is a treifa, has an illness, it can't, it can't survive, the moment you shecht it, we learned already that it's a bit tired from Tumas, tumas Navela, even though you're not allowed to eat it within Trefa. So therefore, therefore, yeah, you, the moment you shecht it, it's a kabbal, Tumas Eichel, it's a kabbal. If, because it's a food for a guy, let's say, yeah? But a, 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 a treifa behema, right, a rhinoceros, you shecht it, you shecht it, at that moment, it's, it's a Navela. So why are we saying that it's a kabbal, Tumas Eichel? I'm not sure. Okay. Doggy. One second. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm.
No, there's no love here. It's a question of tormentado. All right, Akasha. Oh, you're allowed to come tell me on purpose. Sure. The dog, When is it the dog makabel tumah? There's no din of shechita by a fish. When is makabel tumah as a food? Tumah soichel. Mishemus when the fish dies. What's the get of clinical death by a fish? I'm not sure. I guess the one that stops moving. Neilad behen treifa. If the fish develops a treifa or an injury, ve'nistamu kishemim snadvim and becomes tame while still still shaking. So it's like dying, but not dead. Do you say it's like a, like a already dead since it already since it's a trefa? We're talking about a case we took it out of the water, lechayda. So aside, it's out of the water. It's going to die in a matter of time. Sai right now, it's a trefa. Do you say it's already it's already dead? Therefore, it's makabel. And if the moment in order to be makabel tum as a food, it must no longer be alive. Not mitzad nevela, obviously, it's a fish. But is, when is, is it that, ready, that moment already considered Kabbalah's Tumah as Eichel, as food? Or do you say, no, the fish is not Kabbalah's Tumah as a food until it actually dies? Which is interesting because there's no, there's no din l'chor about a fish. You have, you have to die before you eat it. By an animal, you have, you have to die before you eat it. Every By a fish, we learned in the Cheshchita, there's no din of even a by a fish. Who cares if it's dead already? The chayyim can eat it right the way it is. Even a live fish, the chayyim can be kabbal to But vice versa, you don't treat it as a food by standard procedure until it actually dies. Okay. Therefore, we have a suffix if it has to actually stop moving, or if it's one of the throes of death, that's enough to make it uh, considered a food. Let's remember. Okay, one second. So a limb or or flesh which are hanging from behem or that like that limb. Is like detached, like it's already like got injured or it got it's attached by the skin, but it's already dead. It's you know the nerves are cut, the arteries are cut, the whole thing is you know. If that leg, let's say, it becomes wet, it can become tum if it's still attached to the animal because it's not considered a part of the animal anymore. It's not really it's not really alive anymore. That leg. It's like food that's separated. What if I It has to become wet. Any edible food is only kavutumba after it becomes wet. Meat, fish, eggs, cheese, whatever it is. No, 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 no. Any food, any food has to become wet with one of the seven mashkin. Nishchata. Okay. Now, has it become wet? One of the seven mashkin have to go on it, right? One of the seven mashkin is blood. Nishchata behem when the animal gets shechted, that limb gets get becomes muchshur by shechting the animal because now there's blood that touched the animal. Because the whole animal is considered a yad to this limb. When the handle, remember the concept of yad we, discussed, we touched upon earlier, when the handle, which even though it's not the mamash that thing, becomes muksher, even though the actual food didn't become muksher, the whole uh, 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 aver becomes muksher as we will see. So therefore, when the yad became muksher, the by shrita, therefore that, that leg which is hanging is considered muksher as well, therefore it can come up with there's a suffix if the, when the animal's alive, in other words, that's if you shechted it. What if the animal's alive and the animal got wet, but that leg didn't get wet? The other leg got wet. Is that considered like, like the leg which is, not, which is dead already, attached but dead, got wet as well? That's a suffix. Now, what about, what about the hem itself? A regular behema, you shechted. Kasha glad kasha shechita. The animal got wet from the blood, right? Isn't that usually what happens? So the whole behemoth is mukhshir, yeah? So the says, no, not necessarily. When a person shechs the animal, all the meat becomes a mukhshir by the virtue of the blood that went out to the shechita. If the blood does not go out, 
The meat has to become wet somehow. Okay, so I was wrong. It does, it is Makabal Tumah. So, so, so the animal's Makabal Tumah, excuse me, the animal's Moksha Makabal Tumah by virtue of its being shechted, presuming that blood came out, which is usually what happens. Apparently, the Gemara discusses cases where it doesn't happen. Um, so, in the previous halach in the Lachavav, where that leg was hanging off, so the side of the meat is. So, so that come in that case, so, so we're saying, so that the meat itself is, 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 is moksher, to shechita, and the Ram says, as a chiddush, that the limb as well, it's not really considered part of the shechita, in lav dafi lati it could be considered uh, trefa, but it's considered moksher as far as, uh, as far as Tumas uh, Eichel is concerned. Ches, we should probably pick up the pace, yeah? Food that became moksher kabotumer, wet, while it was still attached to the ground. Or you moksha with water attached to the ground. Take an apple, you dip it in the river to wash it off. It has to be moksha with water that's separated from the ground. Or the other liquids, which according to the Rambam are it's irrelevant, if it's in the ground, at the ground, you, you dig a pit and fill it with wine, it's still moksha. The point is that it has to be either one of the other mashkin or water detached from the ground. It says, the Chalkli, the Pasuk we, we discussed earlier, says that the water has to be in the kale, which means attached. The water does not make the food susceptible to toma until it's separate from the ground. Like water in a kale. What if you draw the water in the kale? But also in the karka, you put it back in the ground in a hole. Once it goes back to the water in the ground, the water is not the water is not anymore. Now, if the water was ready to putting it in the ground makes it tar. I'm not sure. Lav dafke, but it's not much. It's not much of the food. Interestingly enough, okay. Tess. Tishus zucchini. Shenato ba'otzitz that you planted in a flower pot. The Rambam is talking about a case with flower pot that has a hole. Big dilo and it grew a zucchini. Yeah. Afapishi yotzitz chutz la'otzitz. Despite the fact that this zucchini uh, or the pumpkin, whatever it is, grew very big and it grew out of the walls of the flower pot, right? Like an ice cream cone, it's spilling out the sides. It's not a because this flower pot with a hole. The earth and considered like anything in this attached to the ground. Because any flower pot that has a hole large enough for a small root to theoretically grow, it's attached to the ground. Something planted is not ever. Which is very negative. For example, if you pick it, just pick it up off the ground like this, putting it back down, that's considered like detaching and planting on Shabbos. Yeah. Similarly, if this type of flower pot has water, it's considered like a hole in the ground. But if a flower pot does not have a hole, then that which is planted is because it's attached. And if it's water, it's machshir because it's considered detached. The Ramam's opinion is that is that um, okay? He said, "Yeah, you're What if it's not made of? Previous uh, halacha is talking about. Let's see what he says. He says a kli made of dung or made of made of earth, not earthenware, like which is like hard, hard, hard china, but like earth, clay. That the roots are able to break through. Roots are very strong, but, but over here they can break through Pashur and crack into Kali even and go into the earth, grow down. If it's planted in that kind of flower pot, the, 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 the seeds there, the plants are not considered moksher because they're attached to the ground. Despite the fact there's no hole, it's as if there is a hole. So the previous halach is talking about a flower pot that has a hole because it's talking about a hard substance. If it's dung or if it's made of earth, even there's no hole, it's as if there's a hole, and therefore again, according to the Rambam, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not considered, it's, it's, it is considered attached to the ground. Yud Beis. This, Halach Yud Beis, why it's over here rather than the Chizkelem, I'm not sure. But, Atzitz Shomilu Afrat Sfos. You have an Atzitz, a flower pot, and which is made of uh, earth, or even earth, hard, hard earthenware, but you fill it to the top. 
So it's not clean anymore. It's like a flat uh, surface. It doesn't have, doesn't have an inside. It's considered like one big pile of dirt. That's all. It's a, it's a big, round, nice-shaped pile of dirt. And therefore, it's not Makabal Tumas Akeli, even if a Sheriff touches it. Yigimel. Mashkin Tumayin Shnafla Ala Ochman. Tomei Mashkin. You have Tomei wine, for example. Falls on food. Need to become Tomei. Afapisha Nafla Tumas Akeli. Despite the fact that it fell. This is the first time the apple got ever got wet. The owner didn't want it to happen. Shadeya Tumas Vahechsha Boyen Kachs. The Tumas and the Hechsha happen simultaneously. Vahushalo Yibakarka. Provided that the liquid is not in the ground. If you're talking about talking about water, because if it's not water, according to the chayyur, it's not in the game, if it's in the ground or not. But the point is, is that when you have tummy water, we have we have a regular case of hechsher, it has to become muchsher in the with the owner's rotzen, and then it becomes tummy. But if the liquid that touched you is tummy already, you don't need the owner's rotzen anymore. Therefore, the tummy happens automatically. You, you doubt. Any food that becomes so spoiled actually, any until the point that, until the point that a, per, a person will no longer eat it, it's not makabel tummy anymore. Now, what if it's already Tomei? Does the Tomei go away? Lav dafke. A liquid that becomes so spoiled and to the point that a, 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 excuse me, a person won't drink it, that liquid is no longer just like he can't do Akshara. It says, that which a person will drink. However, if it's already Tomei, even though a person won't eat it, it's still, it's still Tomei, it still retains a Tomei, unless it becomes so spoiled, even a dog won't eat it. That's when it, 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 it'll, it'll lose its Tomei status. I think we're going to say that soon. You have skin, Animal, animal skin that you soak, you cook it in water for a long time. You didn't do anything; you just thought about eating it. Or so skin, you must do a ma'aseh. The placenta, you just think about it. At that moment, that's enough to make the makabel kavalas tuma. meaning uh, as independent entity, because because um, because when it comes to the shilya, the that uh, when it comes to the sorry the the, the ur. Collecting it together, cooking it makes it a makabotum by itself. However, when you collect it with other food in one place, if you don't cook it, it's, not, it's, it's, it's a makabotum despite the fact you didn't cook it. The way the skin's makabotum, if you don't collect it, if it's bifei atzma, you're not collecting with other food in one, in one, one collection, it's only if you cook it after. That's what he means bifei atzma. The, 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 percent, the, the percent is irrelevant. Once you think about eating it, it's considered a food. Tezayin. The skin of a donkey, however. The Halakha Tazva was talking about other animals. Donkey skin that you cook in water for a long time, that's a shalak, it's like, like stewing it. If you say that, that uh, you can be because you cooked it and you obviously want to eat it, then it, now it's already edible. Even if you cook it a long, long time, donkey skin always has a disgusting taste to it, apparently. I, think, I'm not, I never experienced it, but that's what it seems. And therefore, it could be not considered food even after cooking it. Chitim, Shabagolay, Bakr. Do, uh, wheat kernels that are in the dung of the animals, right? The animals eat, eat the wheat and it sometimes passes through the system whole. Or the barley in the same context, you collected it. And like Rusted, I think it says in Gil Sarus, yeah, she did this in order to, she, had, she, she was so poor, she had to go collect the kernels from the dung of the animals, yeah? Lababash, we don't do Rus and Shavuos, nobody knows it. Rus, yeah, Shirim, all these farm that are connected. Okay, okay, so Ein Makabotuma, they're not Makabotuma, because they're not considered food. If they, you, you thought to eat them, then they are makabotumas of food. Now, the first time Allah it says you collected them, they're not makabotuma. So why did you collect them if, you're not, if, if you don't think to eat them? What's the fact you collect them? I'm not sure. I cut upon them, maybe collected just to, to, for, to give to an animal, for example. So that if you, you collected a feed to an animal, it's not makabotuma, it's not food, food, uh, people food. If you, if you think to eat it for a person, then it's makabotuma. Any food that became tummy, right? Tummy bread. 
coming meat after Kabbalah became so spoiled. If he becomes so so spoiled, the dog won't eat it, or becomes so dry like earth, like like pottery. However, if a person won't eat it, but the dog will eat it. It's still tummy. Any food becomes tummy. You cannot put a piece of meat in the mikvah make a entire table. It doesn't work that way. Only kalim. Two tests. Tame food, tame wheat kernels, let's say, for example. You plant them in the ground. You grow wheat. Is the wheat tame because it came from tame kernels, tame seeds? That which goes with tar. Even if it's which doesn't rot first before producing a crop, like onions or, or potatoes, these things you put in the ground or carrot, yeah, like it doesn't, doesn't rot, it just grows more. So you would think that it retains the tum. The answer is no, it does not. It has to be mushish. You put it in the ground one second, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't tire it. It has to be in the ground long enough that it takes root. Which is a certain shear as to like now it's, it, it, it sends out roots and it's considered attached to the ground. However, you put in the ground this tummy food if it's not yet mushush. Even if it's something which does rot, like a, like a, like a seed, like, a, like a, an edible seed, like a wheat kernel that will eventually, eventually rot or, or um, other foods that, that rot in the ground, right? And then they produce. Still, the fact is it's because right now it's not yet mushush. It's like it's just in a, in a container. The container is the earth. The the the, the, rule, the rule is that something that's in kaka, it it, it loses its tumor. Just like when we poured mashkin. So uh, that's different. Mashkin is water. Water is a unique thing. Over here, the water is when it's when it, when it, when it, anything but it's a chubra the karka is not shy from kabbal tumor. Correct. So there's a chiddush that even though it's detached, you can reattach it. And the, re- the way you reattach it by planting it. That, that's basically right. it. So yeah, so yeah. That's but, kech, but let's that's say the kach of karka. It, it can even take away the tumor. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Food attached to a keli. You have like some dried, let's say, um, it has to be edible, obviously, but let's say, let's say uh, some kind of like the dough that's stuck in a crack and you're eating both. Theoretically, you can still eat it, yeah? Cookie dough, let's say, you can still eat it, yeah? Batlu, bateres, eichel, it's no longer considered food, it's not considered part of the keli. This food becomes tummy as a region like the keli, it's considered an extension of the keli. I is flour and water, but it's a part of the keli. Yeah, you take a piece of carrot, you stick it in the hole in the keli, and it's going to stay over there. It becomes tummy as a keli. Since they're serving the purpose of this wood, of the keli, and in case you like wood or like whatever material the keli is, chaf alf. Any mashke, the seven mashke, it became tummy, and afterwards it's spoiled. It retains its tumma forever. Because because mashke never leaves its tumma status just because a dog will no longer drink it. Excuse me. Mashkin never leaves the status where a dog will not drink it. They never have. Let's just think apparently of one of the seven mashkin becoming so spoiled that the dog won't drink it. It's not Peshayach. It's always going to be rare for a dog. Lo'elam, forever. Okay. Now we said a moment ago in the previous halacha. What did we say previous halacha? But okay, all right. We said. Okay. So therefore, yeah, Mashkin never, never loses its status mitzad, mitzad spoilage. Only food does. Um, mashkin that became Tomei which obviously means one of the seven mashkin because apple juice there's the chalam we said according to Rambam can never retain its tara status only water could theoretically return revert to tara how if you have a pot of, of water tummy you toivel in the mikvah and, and, and as soon as the water touches the mikvah once there's a connection between the surface of the water and the mikvah and the, the water in the pot the water becomes part of the mikvah it becomes tar 
The chain of mechamen, it doesn't make a difference if the water in the mikvah and the water in your pot are different temperatures. There's a royim yof yof and brain, it doesn't make a difference if it's uh, good smelling, bad smelling. As long as theoretically it's water, which is shaykh to mikvah, you add to the mikvah, now it's tar, not because you tiveled it, it's a whole different get, it's called ashaka. You made it part of a mikvah. The etzim of mikvah is tar eternally, that's the gzeres akasr, right? Ach mikvah yitar. Any mikvah is tar etzim. It's not makabotumas. Now the water became part of that, therefore it became tar. Now the moment you, 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 you dip it and take it right out, maybe the water in, the, in your pot, the water in the mikvah only mixed a drop. But in part of the mikvah, essentially you took mikvah water, therefore it's tar. Chav base. Now the, the, the question is, how would that work with the water, the pot becoming tamay? But that's a technicality. But the, the, the idea is there, yeah? Okay, let's say, fine. Chav base. Makel, shimalea, mashkin, tamay, you have a, a stick. It's drenched through and through from top to bottom with tamay liquid. Let's say tamay water to make it simple, Yeah? Hit mikvah, and you, at the edge of the stick, you dip in the mikvah. All the water is connected, and all the water on the stick is touching the mikvah. The water is not in the mikvah, it's not in the cave, therefore, even though it's, te- it's, te- it's technically being connected, it's not tar. You have to table the whole stick in the mikvah, so all the water on it becomes part of the mikvah, and if it's tar, you pull the stick out, and the water is attached to the mikvah water, so it's fine. Actually, before I should say not only that, that you stick the edge in the, in the water, the water, the, the water on the stick that's out of the surface remains tame. When you pull the whole thing out of the mikvah, now the water is dripping it that was in the mikvah before. That, the lower half is makabotumah from the water on the top half that was never, never tar. Okay, chav gimel. Shalag, I'm hoping everyone's going to have a question. Shalag, I hope. Shalag, shalag became tame. All right, you, you, the snow went into a, uh, into a, into a, into a uh, oil of a mess. The hishik mitzvah in the mikvah, one drop, an edge of this snow, big snow chunk touches the mikvah, you dip in the ocean. Once a drop goes in the mikvah, tar, the whole thing is tar, because all one big water collection. What's the pashta klas kasha? He should have said shalot kemayim. Good question. The other question is, yes, and we learned that if you have a pile of snow that a share touches one side, the other side's door. Just a part touches. So is it connected to is, is each snowflake dependent or not? So the Mephoshim on the Mishnah apparently Shant say like this. When snow touches a, a, a tummy item, it's an extension of the tumma. It's not integral to the tumma. It's not part of the tumma. It's a recipient. It's impacted. It's a, it's a victim of the tumma. So we don't look at all the snow as it's connected because it's not, it's, it's not, it's something that have to be here. It happens to be, it's, it's bad luck, it's here. When it comes to a mikvah, every drop of snow can be part of the mikvah. Because shalak is like mayim. And therefore, when one drop touches the mikvah, we view it as takis all one, one big, one big mitzvah. Alright, that's what it says. This we know, many people know from uh, the seventh peker of Mishnah, in the back of the Siddur. Hatamad hatameh. Now, water we know, you can tell from the mikvah. Wine, oil, you can't. Now, tamad hatameh, tameh tamad, which is basically like a, it's water, you drip, you dip the, 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 the shmushed grapes inside it, and then it gives it some flavor. So, if it's tameh, is that considered water or wine? Whether it was tummy water that you put inside, you put the grape skins, or you put the grape skins inside and came tummy afterwards. The fact is now it is tummy. Until, but as long as it doesn't really ferment to the point that it's considered like it absorbed the flavor of the grapes. Yeah, so it's like, it becomes like a beer eventually, yeah? But right now, as the status of, flavor, of colored water. So if a drop touches the mikvah, the whole thing is tar. Once it becomes fermented, it has the name of a wine. But ain't the time if he can't be retired. This is in, 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 in Perek Zion of the Chazukavayas, I believe, in the back of the Caesar, yeah? Chaf, hey. 
Right, Hatemid, Achle Hichmitz. Isn't that the Lush in the Mishnah over there or something like that? Kadei, the Shemalaya Mashkin, you have a pot that's full of water. Kadei means an earthenware pot usually. You're going to Vashviyan Ketzimah, you have an earthenware pot of honey or wine. But as soon as you dip it into the mikvah. Now we're talking about a case, okay, good. Now everything is tar. Why you put it in the mikvah? Whatever. A person who's reaching the Tumah sticks his hand into the mikvah and touches the pot, or touches the liquid in the pot, rather. He makes the liquid in the mashkin under the surface of the water. This honey becomes tameh. Now what happens? The water becomes rishim with The honey becomes rishim with The pot that's holding the honey becomes tameh also with rabbanon. If you learned right, despite the fact that the keli is in the mikvah. So male the honey is one thing, but a keli can be better in the mikvah. Um, not an earthenware keli, but but a kaponim. The fact is, a keli only reta- gets tahara in the mikvah if it's made of a, ke- of a t- material like metal, for example, when it's removed from the mikvah. If it's in the mikvah right now, it's tameh. If, if it's an earthenware keli, like a kadeira, once it becomes tameh, even though it's in the mikvah, it never becomes tahara forever. Right? No earthenware keli never regains its tahara. What if it's full of water? So a kadeira tahara, in this case, the kadeira is tahara. A rishon cannot make a kadeira tameh. Right? You have to be an af. And the water is not The water in the pot is part of the mikvah. It's not a kabbal tumah if the person puts his hands inside it. Therefore, the water is tahar and the keli is tahar. But if the person is in avatumah, so for example, he touched a dead body and he's in av, in that case, if he puts his hand, he touches, he touches the, the pot, he puts his hand inside the pot, or he touches the pot, the, the earthenware pot is tameh, a mikvah is not metarakliheres. Now, it's funny that Ram says it, because let's say it was made of metal. It still, it still did is that the metal keli is tummy. Yeah, what did, what, how did it go off the cliff? <laughs> the point is, is that he's trying to say that Nitzvah HaKadeira, even if you take it out of the mikvah. That's what he means. If it's a, a metal keli, when you pull it out, it's taller now. But let's say while the metal keli is under the water, you put a loaf of, of tumor bread and touch the metal keli under the water, the tumor bread is tummy. And that it remains tummy forever, because you can't be entire bread in the mikvah. Ram is, Ram is pointing out the extremities of the matter that in this case, it became tummy in the mikvah. In the mikvah, became tummy, and it remains tummy forever and ever. True, if it's a metal keli, when you take it out, it'll become tar. Okay. Chavav. Oh. Another point is that when you take it out with the water inside, the water is also tummy. Even though it's before it was part of the mikvah. Mashik and metal keli, take it out, no problem. The, the water is tar. Chavav. Meish fichos keit. So meish fichos is drainage, basically. Stuff you pour out from the sewage, basically, back then, right? is assumed to be tummy. When the water, however, it's in, in the sewage pot, the, the pit, it rains a storm, and now it's a lot of rainwater. If there's a rave of rainwater, in terms of tar, even though the if you have tummy water over here, and tar water falls in, that tar water becomes tummy because first the tummy water is here. When it comes to meishvichos, it's not it's not tummy, it's the cheskas tummy. So therefore, if the rave is going to make shamim, it's, it's tar. That, that's that's pashtuk shot. Not only because the rave, because the, the water is going to be the rave. There's a difference. No, in that, in that case, once you have over here standing a, a, a water a tummy water parked, and you put a set gallons and gallons of tar water on top of it, it's a kabbal tumah when it goes into this new tummy tummy water. So why did he say the lashon imra? Oh, imra Because it's not. If you knew it was vaday. Tommy, and says she knew a sheritz fell into this pit. Yeah, if it's half and half a cold Tommy, it's Tommy, Bain became the curse, whether it's in the Kayan, even in the Karka. Amosai, when is it true? Bismachi, Kodma, Meshvich, when Meshvich comes first, that's when we care about the ratio. Avokadma, Meshvichamim, if you have a rainwater pit, Yodalim, Mikolshim, Meshvichos, and a little bit of Tommy water that's Egypt's Becheskas, Tommy falls in, Hakoyo, Tommy, Shamashkin, Tommy, Yodal, Tahirim, Tommy, Baholshu. 
then because if tummy water fell into tar, tar water, it's tar, it's, it's tar even, even though it's a tummy water fell into a drop, this is true even in Muslim Zagan that the tar water is not in a natural pit, it's some kind of keli. If it's a natural pit, it's tar forever, yeah? A person is pouring water on his roof to replaster it with the mud. And the Chabas is because a person washing the clothing. And the water is dripping down, that's considered if the water rains a lot and therefore the majority is the rainwater, that's considered a case of being raiv. But therefore the water dripping from the clothesline or from the roof that's being replastered is tar. Hashem and tar, a person who, who is tar, and he puts tar oil on his body, right? Shmears it. But Nitma, then he becomes Tommy, he goes to Mesak Faris. But Tavi goes to the mikvah, but the Shem is still oily on his flesh because it doesn't mix the water. Now you cannot table oil in the mikvah. So if this water was, this oil was a, dro- a tiny drop, just enough or less to. Uh, put on a small aver of a baby or less than that. It's tar as it was before because it's considered bottle. Not because you could tell it, because it's insignificant. Therefore, the whole thing doesn't, have, doesn't apply to it. If the person is tar or tame, the oil changes status with the person. Like the dough with the, with the keli, right? However, if, the, if, the oil, if, it's, if it's more than that, it's a problem. But if it's, the oil you smear on yourself is tame oil, then the oil is still tame on him, even with the mikvah. Uh, so what's the din? If the oil on him is, is wet, Tarei Hashem and Tumas Hashem is still Tomei despite the fact that he went to the mikvah and he's tar. Now the Shem that's Tomei could impact him or not. So Akasha. But even though he's tar, the Shem is Tomei. However, if the oil is dry, you can't, it's not wet anymore, then in that case, bottle muta. So the oil is not Tomei if you touch it, not because it's tar, because it's bottle. It's insignificant. Therefore, we ignore its presence. But again, you cannot be retired in the mikvah.